back, buddies. Welcome back. My name is Alec. I'm Jake. And this is the Big Bad Beetle Buds podcast. Sure is. You're in the right place if you clicked on that link intentionally. But we know you didn't. Thanks for... <laughs> How'd you find this? Thanks for exploring your iTunes related. <laughs> like, we really appreciate it. I wonder what we'd be related to. Beatles. I'd listen to it. On this episode of the Dumb Beetle Podcast. <laughs> we have a horned dynasty here on the, the trunk of this palm tree. <laughs> Recommended. Big bad. Honk, <laughs> part, you know, it's, it's like horrible. Like <laughs> Fuck us. Oh my god. We have some updates. Yeah, um, instead of doing five episodes, we quickly got exhausted attempting <laughs> to do that. We're deciding to go with three. It's it's It feels like water torture. <laughs> it's easier for us to digest if it's three, and it's definitely easier for you to digest. Yeah, because, I mean, sitting there, it's like we're, we're watching a full-length movie's worth of stuff and trying to just, like, spit it back in less than an hour. And with five episodes, it doesn't really work. <laughs> no. Especially with how nonsensical the show is. Yes. And how little alcohol we own. Oh. Five episodes is I've not... I've been very dry. Me on too. The, on the drinking scale. As it's have I been. Boy. We also wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you and shout out Saber's Let's Play and Music on YouTube. He did a like rock version of the intro music to Beetleborgs. And we that's the music we use for our outro at the end of the podcast. So we just wanted to say thanks for letting us use that and definitely go check him out. And uh, it'd be great if we could get him on the show. Oh, my God. And just have a conversation. Okay. He's on the list with the guy who played Flapper. Yes. Yeah. Um, the woman who plays Joe would be great. Yeah, that'd be really fucking cool. I was thinking about that earlier. But uh, and uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Big Bad Beetle Buds Podcast. Uh, we have a SoundCloud. Every, everything's going to be backslash... E-Beetle Buds. Beetle Buds Podcast. Big Beetle Buds Podcast. It's all going to be under the same thing. Uh, we're on iTunes now. Uh, and I think after getting everything figured out, the name... Because I put the name in wrong. Yeah. And after a while, I figured it out. So I think we're good there. Chris Hansen. He's oh my god! <laughs> he was the. Can one. we start a handsome versus predator? Yes. Podcast? Okay. Yes. So we're we're episode two deep into this one. We're like we're starting another. We're fucking it's gonna done. be fucking uh, handsome versus predator. We gotta get that guy. Uh, what's his name? Mister Gigi. Oh my god! Who does yes. the fucking video? That'd be fantastic. All right, let's dive into the episodes. We watched episodes six, seven, and eight tonight. Yes, and in order, they were just a general basis of what happened. Yep. The first episode we watched was... Wolfgang's Wolf. introduction. The second episode was a magic episode. Yep. And the third episode revolved around filmmaking. Yeah, like, you know... So, quite movies. a range of things. Yeah, there's no, there's no sense of, like, comprehension. Um, yeah, with episode six, we start out in a, uh, in a hotel that looks like it's set in Transylvania. And it, it's very much a bad hotel. Like, nobody who isn't a werewolf is going to this hotel. <laughs> right. Or a sex pervert. I'm shocked that he was afraid of Wolfgang. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like this punk kid in, like, a fire, like, button-up shirt with, like, a, like a choker. Yeah. Like a dog collar. And it feel, it's, like, green lit inside with the bright Ooh, red door. It's not good. There's plants growing everywhere. It's Yeah, it's not very good. It but was, yeah. It looks like Wolfgang, who is, you know, the werewolf. Haha. <laughs> I don't think they understand it. Let me explain. 
Wolfgang? <laughs> what is that? Like, that's like a German-European name. It's got the word wolf in it. And he's a werewolf. That's the extent of the joke. <gasps> yeah. Um, so it, it, he's displaced. Yeah, he doesn't he have a home. Have, yeah, he's homeless. It's established that he's a mooching asshole who, uh, who's trying to find his way back home with his old roommates, yeah. who are the monsters at Hillhurst. So he goes to this hotel with, you know, one suitcase of his of his belongings, which is all... We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, scares the boy. He howls in, in, in shame, I think. I think he's like, why do I make these people so afraid of me? Yeah, he's, he's really howling up at that moon. And then uh, he leaves. And then it transitions to uh, Wolfgang. I'm like, the back of a, like a, a delivery truck for the comic books, and mm-hmm. it arrives at the comic book store. And he hops out and drops his suitcase, and then he hides behind a tree. I and that's when Roland. Yeah, I think he hides because he hears people. Yeah, so he so, drops his suitcase, hides, accidentally drops yeah. his suitcase. And then out of Zoom Comics comes um, Heather and Roland. They, I think they said they heard something, and they're like, oh, well, you know, what is that? Or no, they're picking up the comics. Why am I an idiot? Yeah, Alec, it's their <sighs> fucking job. Jesus Christ. Yeah, these <laughs> poor kids that don't have to abide by labor laws. <laughs> Probably don't get paid. Right. Um, so they're going to go grab the comics, and they're like, oh, this suitcase. That's, you know, that's kind of weird that that's there. Maybe uh, someone will come yeah, by. Yeah, somebody, Heather's really optimistic, and it's just like, oh, you know, somebody will come to get it by later. And then Roland kind of displays this really... <laughs> like personal fear, maybe this, this really cynical view of the world. He's like, "Yeah, maybe someone with a gun." And then, <laughs> but then they don't really address it. Joe doesn't like joke about that. It's just like, "Yeah, let's take it inside." But guns with Roland seem and like murder and death seems to be a very like consistent. He brings it up. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he, it comes up a lot. So then <laughs> they they go <laughs> with a gun. Uh, so they go back into Zoom Comics. Uh, tell Aaron. Which is the father's name. Yes. Which we find out now. Yep. Episode six. <laughs> um, hands them the suitcase and he's like, oh, somebody will come for it, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, just kind of, they go about their, their their day, their morning at Zoom Comics. But that's when uh, when Wolfgang shows up and starts making <laughs> trouble. He just comes in, he's like, <laughs> at first it kind of looks like he sneaks in and then he gets in and he's like, fuck it, and then yeah. Nano comes out to kick some ass. She's this is not her first rodeo. No, Nano is is very. I feel like this is how her and Snake like got acquainted. Oh yeah, like he came and he was like, oh, you know, he was trying to be big bad biker dude. Yeah, and she just whooped his ass. Yeah, and then they started riding bikes. And then together. yeah, they're just they're good old buddies. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. So then. He causes a scene. He starts tearing up the Zoom comics. Uh, Drew and Joe show up, and they're like, whoa, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) This is a fucking werewolf, and he's tearing up our store. Yeah, and then they kind of just, like, shove him out. Yeah, they use use their powers, kind of. Uh, In in disguise. Yeah, Joe and Roland don't really. Uh, They just use Silly String and just kind of like distract him him while Drew uses his telekinesis to take like a banner and and like wrap it around him. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, fuck this, and then he leaves. Without his suitcase, which he was apparently there for. Oh, he ate the phone. They couldn't call the cops. Oh, that's right. You call the police. No, he ate the phone. 
I don't know when he had time to do that. He was definitely just tearing shit up. Oh, yeah. And then the Magnivores pop up. This is their, their first entry in the episode. And they see what Wolfgang does. Boy, do they love it. <laughs> yeah, they they are really into the idea of having this horrible monster pet. Yeah. So they, they kidnap him, teleport him to their... No, they, they just kind of lure him. With pizza. And then yeah. they shove him in and when then, he's like, yeah, he won't eat it. At the last minute, they're like, oh, boy, get in there. And, uh... Yeah, they're 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 definitely like three kids that are just like, oh, we found this stray dog and we want to keep him. Isn't he so great, Dad? Dad, it's great. And then Vexer comes out and he's like, oh, we don't want this fucking dog in the house. <laughs> he's <laughs> already shedding. It's awful, and it's it's further emphasizing the fact that that man is indeed Daddy. Oh yeah, he's Daddy, <laughs> like Daddy Monster. <laughs> he says, you know, the crypt is not a kennel. The cr- and he's just, he's very upset that this this dog is invading his home. Yes, <laughs> Satan has evidently butt fucked my home. <laughs> he did say that, and he did not. He did. Uh, and then while they're fighting about it, Wolfgang manages to sneak away. He just kind of walks out the fucking door. <laughs> yeah, they start chasing each other because uh, Noxic was fighting for the bone that Wolfgang took from Typhus and. He let go, and of course, in wacky comedic style, it hits Jara in the face. <laughs> yes. It's so then, so then they start bickering. And that's when he sneaks away. Yeah. Um, and then the it it goes to the kids at um, Hillhurst. The kids are at Hillhurst, and uh, you know they're talking to Flyber, and they're like, "Oh, a werewolf!" And they're like, "Oh man!" Flyber looks pretty freaked out. He's super zonked. And he's just like, oh, you know the one thing that could stop a werewolf? And then magically appears a bullet. He conjures up a silver bullet. And then Roland, it's the second time it's brought up, he's like, you're not going to shoot him, are you? Like he's <laughs> The second time he's even spoke in this episode. And it's about gun violence. Both are gun violence lines. This is like their version of like an after school special about gun violence. Yep. And it's not great. This episode has a lot of weird ham-handed morals mm-hmm. in it. But we'll get to those. We'll get to those. Uh, yeah, so they're all kind of zonked. Like, Fangula and Mums come in. Yeah. And uh, Wolfgang is brought up, and then uh, it, it's, it's revealed that they have a past. Yeah. And Wolfgang, Mums, and Fangula, at least. Yeah. They used to be roommates in Transylvania. Yeah, and then, you know, they're like, oh, well, what do we do? And, and Fangula's just like, relocate. Yeah, we get the fuck out of here. This dude fucking sucks. Like, if you're willing to leave, you don't want to be around this yeah, guy. Yeah, so they really do, they don't want to live with him. Not even a little bit. So then... <sighs> okay, it's weird. After Wolfgang escapes the crypt, he comes to Hillhurst Mansion because he can smell them out. He can smell right, his own roommates out. Yeah. And then they start smelling, the other monsters start smelling Wolfgang. They're like, he's definitely fucking here. Well, we then, found his suitcase. Yeah, and then Fangula has like the, the werewolf detection kit. Yep, which he doesn't open. He just, he just walks around for mm-hmm. the first half. And then phases into a wall. Really just walks <laughs> right through a wall. Goes in the complete opposite direction of yeah. where Wolfgang is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that made no sense. 
Even Statue Boy, our best boy, was pointing out to where Wolfgang was, was, and he's like, I'll go through the fucking wall. I was kind of genuinely upset that he was so scared. I know. Like, he was just like, Wolfgang has Statue Boy's arm, and it's like about to bite it, and everyone's like, no! And then you just see him, like, his hand is just shaking. Like, yeah, he's just a scared <laughs> man. And then, unfortunately, uh, they do find him. Yeah, Much because, to their weird dismay. Well, because he snuck in under the porch. Yes. And then he was in the complex tunnel system yeah. of, that is like the interdimensional hallways of Hilders. Which are weird. Um, and then, you know, kind of cut to like a shot of the Magnavores and they're like, fuck, our dog is gone. And then they know that he's at Hillhurst, so they're like, oh, we gotta go to Hillhurst. Mm-hmm. So then the Magnavores, you know, on their way to Hillhurst, they'll show up later. But... They, they find Wolfgang in the house, and everybody's really afraid. Yeah, the, it goes from, like, being angry and wanting to, like, find and, like, boot him out of the premises to just being like, oh, shit. A werewolf. A monster. <laughs> I'm afraid of monsters. And, you know, they're all monsters. Like <laughs> They do a pointless two-minute, let's run around the house and be afraid. Yeah, it's, it's just that, like, typical 90s, like, whoa, running in a circle bit. Yeah. It's not really great. And then out of nowhere... You hear that that fucking dope ass noise, and then we <laughs> happily, might I add, get to get to see the Magnavore jet fighters again. Oh my god, I love those Magnavore jet fighters. Let me tell you, they will be trumped by another entity later in the series. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Um, what could we be talking about? Stay tuned. To the end of the yeah, series. You're going to have to wait 40 fucking episodes <laughs> before you find out what we're talking about. Uh, and then, yeah, so the mos- the Magnavores believe that the kids just, like, took Wolfgang for themselves. And they're like, you know. Yeah. And the and the monsters, like, Mums and Fanny are like, fuck it. Give, they can have them. I don't know why they don't, though. Because now they start going into this whole bits of trying to break into the house and mm-hmm. get Wolfgang out. And the monsters are like, fucking take him! Right, but then... But then they keep protecting him? Well, because Drew, Drew's like, you know, what is he going to do with the Magnavores? He's going to try and hurt us, or like, you know, something like that. So he's like, you fuck it, like, this sucks. And then we start with the with the uh, stock footage, you know, the kids Borg out. And Borg out, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. They Borg out. They morph. Yeah. They, which is gross. Blech. I hate their morph. Half the time it's fine, and then the other time they do that really, like... Disgusting Gross, like, anamorph transformation. Where it's like, they're supposed to just have armor on. Uh But nope, now we're morphing and becoming these boars. Yeah, and then you get the comic panel-like transition of them, like, you know, getting to where they need to go, getting the, you know, AVs, and, like, all that shit, the attack vehicles. Max, or Max... Roland is mean green and making a scene. Oh my god, his puns are the worst. <sighs> like his, his aren't even enjoyable. No, he's no, he's no Joe. No. Oh no no, there's no Joe uh, other than Joe. No, there's the great uh, Noxic mailman bit. Oh yeah, where he should loosen his braids or his dreads or whatever. Yeah, he comes up to the door uh, with a package. And our weeaboo buddy Flabber. He. Fu- He's like, oh, for moi? And he takes it, and then uh, he kind of opens the box. Like, at them? At, yeah, at Noxic. He money giant, shots. Yeah, money shot. <laughs> uh, 
He opens it, and then a giant, like, boxing glove on a spring comes out and hits Noxic back, and then Jara and, and uh, Typhus... Ca- swing the nets. Yeah, they have they the nets, have. and they're like, oh, shit, now! And then... You know, they catch Noxic. They get Noxic. And Typhus is just like, oh, you gotta, you gotta loosen up your braids, bruh! Because he's black, and he's got braids. <laughs> he's racist. But he's, like, literally the whitest character. Right. He's all white. So listen, and then you know we get the the big zoinks and booms and the pluies. The Magnum Four jet fighters explode for like the hundredth time. Yeah, it's uh, never exciting. We got the uh, they want to try and ram the door in, and then they are allowed in without having to ram through the door, and then they run through the house with their battering ram, running away from the monsters and stopping, eventually running back out of the house in terror, because now all of a sudden. Monsters are scary. They're spooked of everybody in the house. But they weren't ever before. Um, Joe is concerned about the monsters having to deal with the magnivores. So she goes back only to find the three magnum boobs. Uh-huh. Uh, Typhus is chugging down hot sauce with his human mouth. Yep. He's and then with his big top whale mouth, uh, they put like a... Like a, like a bit of piping. Like a collapsible tube. And then they, they kind of fish it into one of the broken windows of Hillhurst. And uh, for some fucking reason, the hot sauce produces <laughs> smoke? Smoke. Out of his whale head. Uh, and it's they're like fumigating the Hillhurst house, and it's like working. Yeah. But then, And it almost completely works. It almost works. completely works, but then Joe shows up, fights them. Uh, Typhus makes a fart joke. Well, yeah, the thing is, is that she takes the tube out of the window, which the monsters from inside of the house, you know, they easily could have just knocked it out of the window. Right, right. But they have to let Joe do it. So she she takes the tubing from the window Mm -hmm. and sprays down the magnivores. And they're like, oh, fuck this. And he's like, that's the worst guess I've ever had. Oh. I hate it. Then the other Borgs pop up, fight off the magnivores, and then, uh... Magnivores are like, they can keep them. Yeah, I'm fuck done. It. We're done. I fucking hate fighting. Um, what was the, uh... And we, we, we kind of discover this, like, interesting technology. Yeah, built into Joe's shoulder pads. The pollution solution. The pollution solution. Because there's a bunch of that hot sauce smoke still floating around. It's a real predicament. Yeah. We can't just let that dissipate. That's toxic. Uh-uh. How do you get rid of gas, Alec? Uh, you pour more gas on it. You pour more gas on it. Just, you know, what they teach you in, in a school. Just shoots it right out of her shoulder pads. Just sprays more gas <laughs> at the gas. It goes in, like, completely random direction. It's just, like, It's, like, weird down. spotlights. Yeah. <laughs> it really, that's what it is. And then the episode kind of closes out. With the worst part of the episode. Oh. You can't close out without telling what happens. I wanted to go with past With our it. boy Wolfgang. Fuck. So, as established, what's the best way to deal with Wolfgang? Kill him. N- Relocate. Sorry, sorry, yeah, relocate. With a gun? With a gun, yeah, kill. No, (laughs) you relocate, meaning you'd rather be anywhere else. You'd rather pack up your life than deal with this horrible person. Right. So how do we end the episode? They move in together. They move in together. They are all like, you know, you can leave now, pack up your things and go. Yeah, they're really dickish about it. They're like, fine, get the fuck out. They're all watching him leave the house and Flabber's crying about it. Uh, I hate long goodbyes. It's like, yeah, and then they just start feeling guilty like, oh, I guess he doesn't have anywhere to live. 
always making this so hard for us. You can stay. You should visit. Nah, you can stay. Fuck. And so then they live together, even though Happily ten minutes ago after. they would have rather literally lived anywhere Move else, somewhere else, than have to deal with Wolfgang. But that's yeah, that's the end of that episode. What did, what did we learn? Nothing. We didn't learn anything. No, this episode wasn't really like anything. There was no. There's no lore. Yeah, there was it's really no episode. lore building kind of potential in this one. It was just kind of straightforward with like. Other than maybe the monsters passed, but it's like they're from Transylvania. They're monsters. But it's mo- yeah. I mean, it's more like this is definitely like a halfway house for like monsters or and something. I guess we could think about what that means for Old Man Hillhurst. What was he? Oh, I want to learn more about Old Man Hillhurst real bad. Stay tuned when we make more shit up. Nope. Like canonical lore, it's just like lore will be good. All right, Alec, I'd like to continue talking about this, but uh, I think we should take a break and go to the money zone. Who are our sponsors? None. We don't have. What any. are you? Uh, wait, doesn't this just work? Like you just talk about me undies and you get paid. Oh, you can't... You know what? Fuck it. Let's go to... I don't know if Money Zone is trademarked by the McElroy Brothers. Oh, yeah. Let's let's go to the... Let's go to the... The, the Money Box. The, let's dance around in the Money Box. Let's let's go to the... Fuck. Hold on. The Beetle Bucks zone. <laughs> let's go collect some Beetle Bucks. <laughs> let's... Let's... Oh, fuck. Let's go to the... The Beat... Beetle Bucks Emporium. I don't fucking know. The right. Beetle Bucks box. Just talk dance about MeUndies. MeUndies are made from softer than cotton material. Mm-hmm. Polymorphane is not the word, that but I'm calling it that. sounds illegal. <laughs> Probably is. But when you put it on your like buttocks and yeah. crotch zone, oh. Oh. it feels like a cloud is hugging your waist. Yeah. And it gives you a Captain America butt. Oh. And it's great underwear. And for, you know... Booty, like you know, for men who don't have that luscious, your boy Captain America booties, like your boy, they help. I they help. personally do not have bandies, but we're craving sponsorship. Oh yeah, can you like again? What we talk about them, they just mail us. It's magic. That's how sponsorships work. Uh, I don't need to sign anything. I love Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan, I haven't had. It's rum. It's I know delicioso. It's rum. Um, the YMCA, they're good people. Why do you want the YMCA <laughs> to sponsor us? They get kids out doing shit. How about Netflix? Netflix is a oh, sponsor yeah. because we watch this show on Netflix. You're right. Have you guys heard of that thing, Netflix? They call Netflix, it that. Netflix, give us free memberships. Alec, I want to tell you why they call it Netflix. Okay. Internet flicks. You're such a fucking no shit. Yeah, Jacob. That's well. I mean, I'm talking to the people who oh, don't know what sorry. Netflix is. Internet movies on demand. Fifteen dollars a month. You can get movies not for free for fifteen dollars. For fifteen dollars a month, but you. That's get, more than they're paying us. You get their huge. We're getting nothing. For this. <laughs> I know. Uh, you're getting huge, a huge selection of movies on their free streaming library. Yep. And, but I think that's only twelve ninety nine a month. Shit, dude. And then the fifteen is for having movies that aren't on the instant streaming sent to your sent to your pad. Wow. Dope, if you have a pad, your if your homeless list doesn't work that well. Well, I'm gonna cut that one out because <laughs> I mean maybe it fits because Wolfgang was homeless. I bet yeah. Wolfgang would have really loved Netflix. I bet he would. But it's nineteen ninety four. 
I think Netflix was like created in like the early '90s, not the early '90s, but the '90s. Netflix was not. Netflix was like 2002. I'm telling you. Look up what year was Netflix established. Hit Netflix. pause on this recording. Netflix. The Beetlebucks money box is right. not. The Beetlebucks. We're taking a break. All right, welcome back to the not money zone. Casper mattresses. Hulu. No, no, no. But I was right. Netflix was established yeah. in August of 1997. Yep. Blue Apron. Blue Apron. A snack package. Uh, 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 nature Box. Uh, nature Box. Ah, Nature Box. Um, okay, we're moving on. <laughs> anyway, that was that was the uh, the Beetle Bucks. The Beetle Bucks Money Box Dance Around Party. That name is just doesn't really roll off the tongue. No, it's six names. <laughs> compiled into one horrible homunculus of a name. <laughs> like <laughs> Beetle Box Bud Box Box up Money <laughs> Episode seven. Magic Tricks to the Moon. Episode eight. <laughs> it's over. We're done. We don't care. Fuck this podcast. Wait, no, it it goes magic tricks and then it goes movies. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. Yeah, you're okay. correct. You're correct. Okay. I thought you were saying no, you're wrong. No, I was saying okay. no, fuck this. Okay. <laughs> uh yeah, fuck the magic episode. No. It's really not... It's not the worst. Too great, Again, though? it's it's the only that's... time it really felt structured, and the yeah, monsters felt true. well integrated. The movie one is the worst mm-hmm. of the three. Yeah. That is the best of the worst. The, no, that's the worst of the worst. Which would be the best of the worst of these? Uh, definitely magic. Definitely okay. magic. All right, yeah. Anyway, we start off in Zoom Comics. Roland's doing magic. And, but, like, okay, we should say... He is doing magic. No, 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 100%. He's doing magic. He's just not doing the type of magic that he wants to be doing. He's like, oh, I'm going to, I'm, you know, I'm going to pull a rabbit out of this hat. He reaches in the hat and pulls out a pair of underwear. Yep, that's like, he's still conjuring something. He's still just reaching into a dimension and taking someone's underwear off. All right, Alec, right now I'm going to make a $1,000 check appear in my hand out of thin air. Okay. Shit, it's only $100. Oh, no! I mean, it's, it's still, still magic. We can get fucking drunk. No, we can't. It's... No. Anyway. Uh, and then he, he pulls out uh, a shoe. Flabber checks if his the underwear, underwear is missing. Yeah, he checks that the underwear that Roland took were his. He pulls out, like, a, like a note that says, Fuck you, kid, you suck. It was really harsh. He also pulls out like another note that just says, stop watching this. And then Flabber is talking about the book of magic words that can help Roland be good at magic. The magic words that trained Houdini. Yeah. And then Roland takes a book. They go outside. They're going to go ride their bikes. But then like Trip and Van are just throwing rocks at Elmer's. <laughs> like, no, no, you have to do it like this. And You're then he does nothing better than the other. It's like, right. They're just doing? fucking throwing rocks. And then Drew kind of comes up and does, like, the Akira slide. Yeah. Like, knocks dirt onto uh, Van's pants. To which then a cool Akira fight does not break out. Oh, I, it's fuck, only... My pants. My, these are my good pants. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Can you imagine if Akira sucked that much? Oh, fuck. And then... No, I can't. There's no brutal rape scene. It's just... Oh, well, that didn't have to be. Back to Beetle Wars. <laughs> Brutal rape scene. Jesus. Uh, Trip and Van continue to kind of talk shit, and then Roland... It's a shot of Roland riding his bike away. The book of magic words fall out. Yep. It, no, it doesn't fall out. It hops out. <laughs> Somebody's hand is inside the backpack, and they're just like... Get like, fucked out! I hate yeah. this book! <laughs> Fuck this! So then Trip and Van find the book. Unless the book of magic words is sentient. 
It's like the ring from Lord of the Rings. Whoa! <laughs> it needs to be destroyed. Or the cape from Doctor Strange. It just yeah. wants to be... It's just alive. So, Trip and Van, properly named in these notes, two dicks. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're just conjuring up expensive shit. Like and, arcade uh, machines in the alley and statues of buff men. No, that well, that one wasn't there. Yes, it was. The statues of buff dudes? There's a statue of Bubba Buff Dude. I missed it. I just... Bubba Buff Dude? Bubba Buff Dude. They want to conjure a dirt bike out of a tin can. Yeah, uh, and then Noxic. They, for some reason, say Magnivorous. Yeah, that's not dirt bike. I don't know, it, because Mongoose is a type of dirt bike. And I don't know if that's some kind of sly, like... You know, Magnivore and Mongoose could be... He just read the wrong word. It's like yeah. a, it's like a dictionary. Right. So he, he said something involving Magnivorous, and then Nox like... Summon a kiss. Pops, right, pops out of buttfuck nowhere. It's just like, what do you got on your food? Well, how about some video games, huh? Yeah, he, Jake loved it. They're the worst villains. <laughs> and, uh, hey, he, he's summoned, oh, we got food? Like, right. What got the fuck? snacky pools? So then he finds the book after the kids run away in fear, and he's like, oh shit, this takes things to the next level. This elevates our badness. Right. We didn't even bring up the fact that Joe has been invisible this whole time. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. I'm not restarting. No. Joe's invisible, by the way. Yeah, no. Roland tried to do a magic show for his family, (laughs) and he turned her invisible. No, wait a minute. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Alec. Alec. They dropped the book um, at Hillhurst, and then he shows up, does the magic show, looks for the book, and they don't have it. And oh, then... that's right, because he memorized the first part. Yeah, of the... but he didn't memorize the second part. So, no, she has not been invisible, because that just happened. He is. I just skipped that part of my notes. Okay. Roland turns Joe invisible, because he only memorized the first half of the trick. And Which not is the to part. make people disappear. And then, you know, he didn't remember how to bring her back. Like like an idiot. She can't transmogrify her body. Yeah, she can't become a Beetleborg for some fucking reason. Because she's invisible. They but say she can it. wear her hat. <laughs> she can eat za. Yeah, she can eat some sweet, sweet za. But she can't because it disappears after <laughs> the Magnivores steal it with magic words. But Where's my pizza? So they're worried because they have to get the book back because Flavor informs them that the person that casts the spell... Is the only one who can uncast it. Right. Oh, yeah. Speaking of pizza, the Magnivores zap up all that za. Yeah, oh, yeah. And just take it because they're like, fuck it. Me love pizza. And then the dad's like, you're a disgrace. You pizza faces are stupid. Fuck off. Get out of my house. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is why your mother left. Oh, my God. So it's their plan to cause badness with the book. But then the kids are like... Hey, I have an idea. Let's just scare them with... Let's put a sheet on Joe. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, let's... Um, we don't need to explain how they got that no, idea. No, I'm not. I'm not getting... Fuck. Fuck this! They were just like, hey, let's let's scare them. Let's use Joe's us. invisibility to our advantage. Yeah. Because they saw that it scared the goat. There were the monsters in the house. It scared uh, Mums and Wolfgang. Yep. And they're like, oh, fu- we'll fucking use it on the Magnivores. Let's do it. And so, you know, they do it. And then they're like, I'm not afraid of a kid in a sheet. And then she takes the sheet off and she's wearing a hat. And it's just a floating hat that's horribly keyframed on top it's of... It's 
some of the worst shit I've ever seen. It's very bad. It's very, very bad. And they're like, oh, now I'm freaked out. This fucking sucks. And then they drop the book in cowardice. Oh! Oh! Yeah, Alec, you like that. You should, <laughs> you should talk about what they're wearing. so much. They're, they're just doing criminal stuff. And it's these big monsters in these horrible costumes. And on top of everything, they're just wearing, like, the little kind of, like, classic black bandit masks. Oh, yes. And it's really good. You know, they don't want anyone to recognize them. So they get the book back from the Magnivores, turn Joe back, and then they have to fight Sword Warrior, who disrupts a couple's wonderful game of Frisbee Toss. Like, he's not like, Play with me! I'm just kidding! I wanna play! And then Joe's like, play with someone your own size! Yeah, play with some kids your own size. And I don't like that, because normally it's pick on someone. Yeah, I didn't like it. Play with kids your own size. Like, like that's oh, something that's Chris weird. Hansen would say to a pedophile. Please have a seat. <laughs> yeah. It's time for him to play with kids his own size. No shit. And but, then he gets diddled in the... Oh, no! Save that for the Handsome vs. Predator podcast. You're right, you're right. Uh, anyway, they dispose of Sword Warrior very easily. Back at Zoom Comics where Joe is... Or not Joe, Roland is doing actual magic tricks and it's good. It pulls out the rabbits and Heather is just like, Oh, he, it's so cute. And Drew's like, I know, right? I am pretty fucking cute. And she's like, no, bitch, the bunny. Uh, the bunny. And it was completely obvious that she was talking about the bunny. Like... I don't know if he was making a shit joke, but he looked genuinely embarrassed when yeah, she yes said. Yeah, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Like, it would suggest that he was being serious, but right. it's like you were just telling a joke one line ago. Right. So, very inconsistent. Nano brings out the brownies. They all giggle about it. And they all giggle, and then the episode's over. Yep. Thank fucking... Thank God. God. Yep. Oh, wait, we didn't even mention how... They uh, fought the Magnivore Jet Fighters. That's a really important part. It's really not important anymore, I think. No. I think at this point, it's safe to say, with every episode, we're going to mention Magnivore Jet Fighters, and you'll know what's happening. The, it's the same stock footage, the same AV transformation footage. The same sound. The, it's the same we shit. We know that sound. It's like... It's like, yeah, we do. You're right. We do. We really do. I don't... So, just... just they're an omn... Omnipresent force, yeah. constant threat, the Magnafor jet fighters. Jesus, the but danger that is not. Fucking damn. But that is the end of, the, of that episode. Oh, God, remember the first episode, Noxic and Jara and fucking. Slashes. Sa- yeah, they show up. Typhus. They show up <laughs> and they just they fuck shit up. They're blowing up buildings. Uh-huh. They're destroying the city, and now they're just like, oh, I need their pizza. Like. <laughs> We're going to steal all that pizza and take it back to our crypt house. I want to keep this dog. (laughs) Right. You blew up a bank and hundreds of people died. What happened? They They, discovered movies. They just got really into being kids. And speaking of movies. Oh, that was a segue. Fuck. Episode 8. Lights, camera, action. It's a show. Mm. That was them cutting that out. Yes, you are. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> kids are at Zoom, which, which is pretty much how every episode starts. The kids are at Zoom Comics. Zoom Comics. I'm just repeating words you say. Oh, okay. Um, they're, they're doing work. They're just kind of restocking the comics and putting shit away whilst their father just watches. Yeah. He's supervising. It's, he says he's supervising. 
It's that adult excuse. It's like, I'm just, you know, I'm the manager. <laughs> you do the dirty work. Dude, I'm going to be the best manager someday of something. Right. You do all the work. I went to I'm school. I'm not doing shit. I uh, did my work. People are outside of, they're lined up outside of Zoom. Ready for the newest issue of Beetleborgs. They're, they're fucking tight and ready for it. Dude. They're <laughs> horny for it. <laughs> and Trip and Van walk in. Bragging about how you know they already own the new issue because their dad went and picked it right up from the the printing press, which is weird because they were saying infantile Beetleborgs kind of right, but now they love the it, more inconsistency with those characters and how like one day they're like oh fuck this thing and the next they're like I love it. Joe calls him immature and then Trip's like ah yes I am. They say they showed up to knock over that stack of comic books. <laughs> I'm here like, to fuck your shit. Feel like you showed up without a bit. <laughs> right. And then he goes to go knock over like the big stack of books and Joe uses her super strength to make sure it doesn't happen. Because she's a what? A tower of power. Yes, yeah, she is. Dude, I love that line. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. Now the kids are just kind of sitting hanging around. And Nano comes in and gives him shit for making her son do all the the heavy lifting in the place, and it's just kind of like ridiculous. Nano, but we we. But she also brings up the movie subplot. Yeah. So, how do they even find out that there's a movie being filmed? Does Trip and Van say they, they, they're they, like we're gonna be movie stars? Yeah, we're gonna be extras. And then they go to the site and they're like, "Oh, what kind of movie is it?" And this girl in a monster costume is like, "Are you fucking kidding yeah. me?" It's uh, a monster movie, you did. Man, this is mega cool. No, way past mega. Nitro cool. When they see the set, they're super hyped about it. Yeah, what's what's the set? They changed the sign from, from Charterville to Transylvania. Yes, that's the set. That's uh, it. <laughs> it's just '90s goodness. Uh, the director and his cousin Dwayne are introduced and, and they're pretty stereotypical like overbearing director and kind of sheepish like assistant and yeah we're introduced to the best characters in all of Beetleborgs thus far the director and the cousin wait what? the director and the cousin yeah they show up that's what he said I love them um they're talking about you know trying to find a location to film this horror movie and you know nothing's working and they discover Hillhurst, and they're like, oh, yeah, perfect. Like, that's the place we're going to do it. Jara hears that they're going to film a movie at Hillhurst. And then they go to fuck shit up. And, yeah, their their goal is basically just to be annoying. Like, In fact, I don't even know how they summon their guy to get there. He just kind of shows up. No, because uh, they're in the crypt, and Vexer is talking about how they've been bad. Oh, yes. And he's, you know, oh, forces of evil don't whine. Now go to your tomb and summon another monster. Oh, yes. And yes. then they summon Graxus, who is this kind of like praying mantis type creature. Yup. He's pretty cool, <clears throat> but he's very polite. He's, he he wants to be an actor. Oh, yes. Uh, he wants to make his mama proud. The kids warn Flabber about the movie and how it's being filmed, and then he does a horrible bit that I don't even want to talk about. Because it takes too goddamn Fuck. long to get through. He just does, like, ten, ten, like, movie impressions. Like, he does, like, Terminator, Forrest Gump, um, uh, Clint Eastwood, you know, just, just shit like that. Talking about getting a trailer and signing his close-ups. The bit actually goes on much too long. Right. But 
it gets three up thumbs. Because the fucking, the pipettes do this like horrible little rhyme that I do not remember. I remember it. We've seen actors, we've seen stars go, we've seen stars come. Your performance gets three up thumbs. And they say it just like that. Up thumbs. And it's like, that was such, you couldn't have wrote a different rhyme? Right. That was the only rhyme you could write? God. And then after that, the kids, you know, are trying to persuade the director and his cousin Dwayne <laughs> that not the film should be moved and, you know, everything like that. And it's just kind of like, no, that's not going to happen. Like, this place is too perfect not to film here. Oh, yeah. Graxis is summoned from a comic book from one of the, you know, people on set. You know, they're in the house then doing, you know, movie stuff, just like setting up shots and making sure the lighting's fine. And there are different little bits where, like, the monsters pop up, but then they're easily thwarted by the kids. Uh, Fangula is wrapped up by Roland in a super speed. Yep. Uh, Frank and Beans... It's just guided away. Yeah, Drew kind of, he puts clothes on him and, like, hides him. It's weird. Statue boy is precious. He stays too perfect. He's a good boy. (laughs) He does not move a muscle or make a peep. Uh, But then all the monsters end up in the same room with Graxis, and then... The director is just, like... He's ripping on, like, Fangula Mums, Frank and Beans, and Wolfgang, and he's like, ah, I've seen it all before, like, it's super shitty and blah, blah, blah. Too cliche. I feel like they're trying to get a sense of, like, self-awareness through this episode. It does not work. It's definitely established that they're trying to be self-aware at the end, but then they kind of ruin that joke by by taking it too far. But we'll get there. Uh, There's Magnavore Jet Fighters, that's all I'm going to say. Oh, my God. Stock footage, everything like that. Uh, they, they, They do their, you know... The transformation. Everything. They fight. Using, you know... The beetle bod thing. There. No, they're using like movie puns to just oh. kind of like it's 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 great. It's really great. We love it. So there's the Magnavore jet fighter you know, stock footage, and then it cuts back to Graxis there with you know a beautiful blonde woman, and they're doing their scene, and you know ah, I'm scaring you. Yes, I'm scaring you very badly. You know he's trying. He's you know he's really trying very hard. And, and he really does take constructive criticism real well. Yeah, the director is just like, oh, you know, I want more intensity. And then you see him just kind of shake. And he's like, yeah. Yes, yes, oh, yeah. totally, oh. definitely. You yeah. want more? And then he comes lasers. He does. And to which the director says he wanted green lasers, yeah, he, not red. He, he thinks wants, it's a special effect. Yeah, he wants his cousin Dwayne to go yell at the props lady. Yeah, I want a green laser, it's not red. Because it's so easy to program lasers into reality. <laughs> but yeah, so he you know, he takes the the criticism, gets more intense, and then just like rockets the fuck out of Hillhurst. Oh yeah, breaks a hole in the ceiling. Um and then it it's kind of Japanese footage of the kids fighting Braxis, but he's got this horrible, like weird alien mouth. Time. And looks like it's pumping something. Yeah, into them. He's definitely impregnating these teens. Oh, like, yeah. It's horrible. He stabs them with his weird tongue mouth. Yeah. But that's really inconsequential because they're just like... Drew uses a special like blue stinger drill. Yeah. One shot so he pulls that one punch, man. What did he even say? He was just like, Your character sucks. We're writing you out of this movie. It's oh, like... Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> your part's been written out of this movie, and not like you've been cut or like, like anything. It's like horrible. It's like really forced. So then he gets sucked back up into the comics. That's resolved. But then, you know, completely unnecessary subplot of oh, maybe the kid's transformation was caught on film. And Flabber's talking to them through a spotlight. Yeah, he's just his face is just on a spotlight yeah. for no reason. And he's talking to them once they get back to Hillhurst. He's like, the cameras definitely picked up your transformation. And so, what, what do the kids do, Alec? Uh, Drew uses his telepathy to open the camera and let the film just drop on out. To which the director goes, oh. <laughs> you know what? No more monster movies. No more monster movies. I want a simple story. Simple story. About kids. Kids? And how they become their favorite superheroes and want to save the world. What? What am I saying? I must be exhausted. This is so fucking stupid. And then it's like, oh. So they're trying to be like self-aware and like meta. But it just, it comes off really hackish. Really lame. God, we forgot... To mention our favorite part. Oh, fine. He okay. So Dwayne is the cousin. The director is his other, like the other guy. He's like in charge, and he's constantly saying like, "You know, quiet on the set." And then his cousin Dwayne is constantly yelling through his like tube horn, like, uh-huh. "Yeah, quiet!" And he's like getting really annoyed with this yeah. constant echo. And he's like, "Cousin or not, you can be you replaced." You can be replaced. Like it's he's just like, good. "Fuck you." It's super good. I got a genuine giggle out of that one. That was, like, the only good thing from this episode. But, yeah, and then, you know, director walks away into the sunset. Kids laugh. The episode's over. Thank fucking God. I definitely prefer this to five episodes at a time. Absolutely. Uh, So I think this is how we're going to keep it. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Uh, But, yeah, so we're going to... It's it's by the time you listen to this, it's been it's been a little bit before you know since we posted our last one. So I think we're gonna probably try and do better to be a little more consistent. <laughs> you know, we got back to school, things happen. Yeah, really unmotivated to just watch these episodes for a third time. So yeah, this I feel like this one was really hard to get through just because we watched them so many times. This might even be our fourth time because we watched them once. And we're like, oh, we need to podcast about this. And then we watch them again to take notes on them. We skimmed them again after we lost those notes weeks ago. And then we said, fuck it, we're just going to watch them again. So we've seen these episodes four times. Four times. So, you know. And I still don't know what the fuck is going yeah, on. Yeah, so. So that's, that's what we're dealing with. So I feel like next time we'll have a little higher energy. Yep. This will be a little better. <laughs> Alright, Alec. As always, I'm Jacob. I'm Alec. It's time. It's time to. Adios. Bug out. Oh, is that what we say? Bye, guys. (laughs) Bug out.